up our step four work on priorities and I don't like how the book the book doesn't isn't very user-friendly for the feelings and emotion parts of step four so I'm gonna keep going through that and maybe we'll jump into uh, an emotion in evening or something but I want to switch gears tonight because on the bike ride yesterday it was it was pretty interesting I was with another another friend who is also a client at the center and he we were talking about GA and I you know I I guess I have to realize that not everybody's a GA person and actually I know that I know that GA is not for everybody and then there's also probably different levels of GA some people or die hard, like that's all they'll do, and they probably wouldn't appreciate the way we learn at the center. Then there's probably some in the middle. So what I want to read tonight or talk about is, it, and, and the reason, I guess I should identify the reason too. Well, there's a couple reasons I think that people don't like GA. And just keep in mind I believe, like, I know what has worked for me, and GA was part of my journey, but I'm not saying that GA is the right way. I'm saying it's a great tool, and I'm not telling anybody what the right way is. My goal is to share with you just different options, and as long as you're not placing a bat and you're getting healthier in your body, mind, and spirit, then that's really all that matters. So, that being said... Um, I think that there's a couple reasons people are shy from GA, and I think that probably the biggest one, and the one we were talking about last night, was the higher power correlation, which is what I'm going to address this evening. And the second, I think, is for personality. Um, sometimes the group dynamics could be interesting, and my philosophy on that, because group dynamics can be interesting, whether it's GA or a volleyball team or at the center or whatever, or work. I think that dealing with difficult personalities, now I know my counselors in treatment would love to hear me say this out loud because I had a temper tantrum about this when I was <laughs> locked up. Um, I was like, I don't belong here. You know, like I don't, I, I don't connect with, you know, these people, some of the people that were there. And they're like, well, you're going to have to learn how to deal with difficult people and still not gamble. So it's actually almost a gift when you get some folks that kind of challenge your way of thinking or personalities or whatever when you're when you're in those group dynamics. It could be a gift if you look at it and you try to figure yourself out and how to move forward or, you know, take the high road. I think that's what someone said. Yeah, I was talking to somebody and we were talking about, you know, when there is confrontation or whatever, the taking the high road instead of having to win because I I really laugh at that I see conversations whether it's written or out loud and 
you you can almost always tell the group of addicts because there always has to be at least one or two voices that are the loudest and they have to be right and have the last word. And it always makes me question, and this is, remember, judgment was on my my defects list. It always kind of makes me wonder, well, how hard are you working on your recovery if you're not handling this in the way that I understand recovery to be, which is, you know, the serenity prayer and love and kindness and those kinds of things. So I always get a kick out of that. You know, there's a reason it says principles above personalities and all the literature. So anyway, the moral of the story is GA may not be for everybody. And in the conversation we had, it was around the fact that the higher power was in the messaging. So I need to get him a copy of like the Russell Brand book. I think he does. I think he does it best for the opposite of higher power in the steps. And I I didn't prepare those tonight. I actually, I have a couple other things I wanted to share with you. There's, there's three different approaches to the 12 steps that I have. And maybe I'll just go through, uh, we'll see how far I get. So I have one that's the agnostic 12 steps. I have the promises. And then I have the humanist 12 steps. And I actually should probably... I didn't, I didn't put the normal 12 steps handy in front of me, so we'll see if I can do them by heart or something. Okay, so I want you to hear the difference in these different ones. So the regular, regular, the GA version of 12 steps would be we are admitted we are powerless over gambling and that our lives have become unmanageable. So the agnostic version says we are admitted we are powerless over gambling that our lives had become unmanageable. Okay, that one's all things equal. The humanist 12 steps says, we accept the fact that all our efforts to stop gambling have failed. And then the promise, the promises, if we are painstaking about this phase of our development, we will be amazed before we were halfway through. So remember when I said that you might not have to have an addiction per se, like a substance abuse or gambling. And I said that there was like 12 steps for normal people, my air quotes, normal people, but people who might, it might be a shopping addiction or a food addiction or whatever. This is a, a generic blanket one. And you can think about how the, the promises could apply to your life. Okay. So let's look at step two. Step two in GA, again, I'm not looking, so bear with me, came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to a normal way of thinking and living, I believe. Um, So the agnostic version, number two, came to believe and to accept that we needed strengths beyond our awareness and resources to restore us to sanity. So that's pretty cool, right? No higher power, no God, no any of that stuff in that sentence, but it still captures the message of step two in the 12-step program. The humanist 12-step says, we believe that we must turn elsewhere for help. So that almost goes towards the doorknob theory. You know, when people say in GA, your higher power could even be a doorknob. It's saying elsewhere and I'm kind of fond of that one because I believe recovery does have a lot of elsewheres in it. 
And then finally, the promises one, we are going to know a new freedom and a new happiness. Wow, that one sounds like the best yet. <laughs> I think they all mean to get you there, but the wording of that one's pretty nice. All right, so step three in GA, and I think we're going to go through four since we worked on the fourth step most of the month. We'll go through four, and then uh, we'll revisit these uh, for the next couple of nights and see how far we can get. So the third one without, I'm sorry, I don't have it handy and I don't want to edit and stop. So um, turned our will over to, turned our will over to the power of that, of our own understanding. So basically two is identifying your higher power and three is turning it over in GA. For the agnostic, it says, made a decision to entrust our wills and our lives to the care of the collective wisdom and resources of those who have searched before us. So that sounds like experience and people, programs, places, sounds like a lot of things. But you know that you're not the boss, which is kind of the same messaging as what the 12 steps in GA are. The humanist approaches, we turn to our fellow men and women, particularly those who have struggled with the same problem. So that's kind of similar theme of the agnostic that you're, you were going towards people with experience. And the promises is we will never, we will not regret the past nor wish to shut the door on it. A little different flavor there. All right. I realized I'm over on time. So I guess we'll pick up on step four tomorrow don't forget, it's Thursday night, so when you wake up in the morning, there should be a brand spanking new interview out there, something different than just my voice, as much as I know you love it, because I'm Bobby the Awesome, and you wouldn't be here if you didn't love me, and I love you, so it works out great, um, but yeah, Chuck, for part one of Chuck is tomorrow, Chuck's one of my friends, and another story that really captures what what gambling can make your life look like or how it could impact your life whatever the right language is surrounding that I know I have to work on my vocabulary I'm I'm working on that not as hard as I should be but I am working on that so anyway so Chuck will be here tomorrow and his his we talked for about two hours, so I don't know how it's going to pan out. It's definitely going to be more than one episode. Um, but we might get interrupted because I got this really cool financial lady coming on. And because step four involves taking a financial inventory and that's on the radar, I really am trying to get her on air in April. Um, but if if her and I have too much fun and it's going to be longer and that has to be split, we may push it into May, but very excited, very talented, smart woman that is going to have a lot to offer us. So I'm pretty excited. All right, my beautiful people, you have a marvelous evening. I am going to ask you again, because I don't think I've asked you in a while. Can you please like rate me, review me, subscribe to me, something like that? I'm supposed to ask that. That's what all the classes say. I think it also works in the world of Anyway, have a marvelous evening. Bye. Bye.